Living your life as both a spiritual teacher and spiritual student is not about learning or becoming anything. It's about remembering and living as the truth you are. With deep conviction and enthusiasm, Reverend Randy Thickey guides and encourages others to go within to their intimate space to find their infinite truth. Welcome to I Am Spirit Creating. And so if you've been coming to Unity Southeast, I had someone say to me the other day, the reason why I love Unity Southeast is because you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> and I said, doesn't that sound a lot like life? And they said, yeah, it does. And so I want people to come and say, you know what, I'm ready to embrace what comes to me today. But most importantly, I want people that can walk in the door and are ready to let their love flow. Because I'm here to tell you that we have more than enough love to give it away freely and generously. And what I have found to be true is those who have the hardest time giving away love have forgotten that they are the love that is. And that they are so filled with love that their cup runneth over and it is their duty to fill the cups of those who may have forgotten that their cup is full as well. So I invite you to keep coming back. I love the fact that I can look at the crowd and there are so many faces today that I don't recognize because that means the word is getting out about the best kept secret in Kansas City, <laughs> Unity Southeast. <laughs> we got people who walked in with a brand new look today and I noticed, yes I did, <laughs> love you sister. Um, because we, every day we get a chance to renew ourselves, to resurrect ourselves. And so I'm here to tell you, I don't know what's going on in your life or what has been going on, but know that today is a new day. And on this new day, you get to decide where you will take it. And today's the day that you start making the steps to create the life you want to be living tomorrow. Because if you wait till tomorrow, it will be just like today. So today is... February 9th, 2020, and our word for the day is joy. I am God's joy. Can you say that with me? I, I am God's joy. joy. Say it again like you mean it. I, I am God's, God's joy. joy. Say it again so the church next door can hear it. I, I am God's, God's joy. joy. There you go. Now I feel the power. The Apostle Paul declared to his followers at Thessalonica, Yes, you are our glory and you are our joy. I pause to remember relationships that I have had that brought me joy. I bless everyone with whom I shared those relationships with. I treasure the good feelings that arise when people I care about let me know that I have brought joy into their life. Sharing joy is an important part of the human experience and it has the potential to bring people together in spiritual community. Joy is an attribute of God and is a sure sign of the awareness of God's presence within each and every one of us. Let me say that again. Joy is an attribute of God and is a sure sign of the awareness of God's presence within each and every one of us. As I grow in spiritual awareness through prayer, God's joy permeates my consciousness and infuses every area of my life. As I make a commitment of expressing joy, I become ever clearer an expression of the perfect God mind, of the perfect God idea, and of the perfect being I was brought here to be. 
Our scripture today comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 20. Yes, you are our glory and you are our joy. Take my hand, precious Lord, and take me home. What if it was that easy? What if when the trials and tribulations in our life occurred, we simply could just go within and remember what our source is and remember what we are filled with, which is the spirit, the love, the light, the hope, the faith, the strength, the courage, the understanding, the wisdom of all that is. In unity, we say there's one presence and one power. So what if it was that simple that when we forgot that we were part of that one presence and that one power, we could simply close our eyes, go within, and just ask that spirit to simply reach down upon us, reach down within us, well up the understanding within us, and lend the truth that was the truth, that was the truth, that was the truth, and that has always been the truth. That all we have to do is go within and say, precious Lord, precious spirit, divine Love, energy, principle, whatever you call it, Buddha, Allah, Jehovah, whatever name you give it, know that it is that one presence and that one power that you can lean upon when times get tough. And it is also that same one presence and one power that you can go within and and praise when everything seems to be going your way. You see, I find in my life as I move through the many different stages and I reflect, there are so many times that I say, Lord, help me. But I don't say, thank you enough. You see, because there's both sides of the coin. There are the times that you forget who you are, but there's also the times that you remember. And I'm here to tell you that when you remember who you are and you remember what you are sourced with, there is no other phrase than thank you. Because everything is working for your good. When you understand the fact that there's one presence and one power in the universe and that one presence and that one power is good. It is inherently good and you remember that if there's one presence and one power, there can't be two. Therefore, you can't be separated from it. Because the minute we separate ourselves from that one presence and that one power, we create duality. And it is the duality that gets us in trouble. It is that duality that allows us to have anger and fear and frustration and confusion in our life because if we knew and we walked around each and every day that no weapon against us shall prosper or if we knew and we walked around every day knowing that no one and nothing is against us, it would change everything. So the band said, let your love flow. I'm here today as we get ready to enter into meditation to say, let your light flow. Let your faith flow. Let your strength flow. Let your courage 
flow. Let all the good that is you, the good that's always been you, the good that will always be you, flow out and let it runneth over and let it fill up the cup of those who have forgotten who they are. So I invite you, if it's comfortable for you, to close your eyes and breathe in that one presence and that one power. Knowing that the very breath that breathes you is the very breath that breathes me. Knowing that that very breath that breathes you is the very breath that breathes us all. Go within and go to that sacred space that only you can find within you. Only you have the road map too. Only you have the patience to find. And say, take my hand, precious Lord. Take me home. Lead me to shelter. Lead me to enough. Lead me to safety. Lead me to life. Lead me to truth. As you breathe in that Holy Spirit and breathe out the overflowing of all that is within you. As you breathe in that Holy Spirit, the love that is God the love that is you and breathe out good into your world. Remembering who you are. Remembering who your source and what your source is. Remembering that you survived 100% of your days which got you here. And remembering that you have the strength and the courage and the love and the light to survive this next moment, this next minute. And in reality, the presence is all there is. The past is just a memory and the future is your imagination. All that is is you right now. So how do you define yourself? Do you define yourself as whole? Do you define yourself as healthy? Do you define yourself as a perfect expression of God? Because if it's not happening right now, and the past is a memory, and the future is your imagination, then it's never really happened. So I invite you to spend time in the silence, knowing, embracing, Trusting the truth of who you are as you spend time remembering the spirit of you. It's so easy to forget who you are. It's so easy to misplace the fact that you are God's love. You knew it at some point, but you forgot it somewhere. You knew it at some point, but you forgot it somewhere. I'm here to tell you to go back and find it again, and that somewhere is deep inside you. That place where you can find solace, that place where you can find peace and quiet, 
that place where you no longer have to feel stifled because it's full of open air. That place exists. That place is in you. That place is for you. That place was created by you. And that place is always available to you. So I'm here to tell you that there's a place for each and every one of us. And that place is the same, but it looks different because of the lens in which we see it. It's a place of peace. It's a place of quietness. It's a place for you, and it's a place for me. So if you've lost who you are, I invite you to look for it somewhere. I invite you to return right here, right now. Somewhere there's, there's hope for all of us. Somewhere there's love for all of us. Somewhere there's light for all of us. There was a small church and they were deciding what they were going to do next because of the fact that they just didn't have the passion and the finances and the abundance consciousness and the prosperity consciousness they needed to go on. And a minister had stepped down and so they were in the search of a new minister. And they started auditioning people and this young, handsome devil walked through the door and he said, I'd love to be a minister at this church. And they said, well, let's hear a speech. So he got up in front of them and wowed them with the most prosperity conscious sermon you've ever heard. It was so well put together, so delicately placed. The words came out perfectly and they thought, this is our guy. And so they offered them the position and he said yes. And a few weeks later, he came to that church and he stood in front of the platform and he got up and gave the exact same service again. The exact same words, the exact same idiocracies, the exact same inflections, and spoke the greatest prosperity sermon ever. But the people in the crowd were like, we just heard this a couple weeks ago. And they thought, well, he's brand new. He just traveled here. It's his first service. Maybe he didn't have enough time to create something new. And it was good the first time. And so... I learned a couple of things the second time, but then the next week came and he stood in front of the congregation and he gave the exact same service again about prosperity and abundance and making sure that we're doing our share and making sure we know that we are enough, making sure that we have enough. And it was the exact same service. And now the board started to wonder, is this guy a one-trick pony, a one-speech pony, a one-lecture pony? Because he was really good, but three times, come on, that's enough. So the board went to him and said, hey, listen, we really love that sermon. We really love that speech, but three times? Is there something wrong? And the minister said, yes, there is. Because I'm going to continue to give the same service over and over and over again until you guys finally get it. The reason why you don't have enough is because you don't think you are enough. The reason why you will never be enough is because you won't claim the source and the supply of what you are. And until you get the message and figure out the formula and apply it to your life, my words are no good. And you obviously haven't heard me the first time, the second time, or even the third time. So plan on hearing the same service again. And when you finally get it, and when you can finally work the equation, when you can finally see that there is no problem, 
Then we'll move on to the next lesson. And they were aghast, like, who does this guy think he is? And he said, what have you been praying for? You've been praying for prosperity and abundance. Do you have it yet? No, no, no. Well, it's because you don't realize you are it. Instead of praying for it, realize you are it. So I'm here to tell you today that if you're coming to this church for the first time, understand the fact that you don't need abundance. You are abundance. You don't need prosperity. You are prosperity. You have always been enough. You will always be enough. And you currently are enough. Do you get it? Because I don't want to say the same sermon again next week. And I will over and over and over until you finally get it. Because the reason why we have lack and frustration and confusion and disillusionment in our lives is we don't realize who we are. Because if we knew we had plenty, we wouldn't walk around saying we don't have enough. If we knew we are plenty, then we wouldn't walk around saying that we aren't enough. What if you had more than you needed? What if you really understood the fact that your cup is flowing over and it's your job to remind others that their cup is full too, but if they've forgotten, it's your job to fill their cup? And we laugh and we clap and we nod our heads and I'm here to tell you, amen, 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 but amen ain't going to change anything until you realize who you are. So there was a Super Bowl parade on Wednesday. I don't know if any of you guys noticed. <laughs> and so many people came to the Union Station in Grand Street that they were filled and people were elbow to elbow, butt to butt, face to face and couldn't go anywhere. And because of all these people wanting to come, there were food trucks everywhere thinking, we'll feed all the people. But what happened is the food trucks arrived and the first group of people arrived and they all began to eat well. But then what happened is as the crowd started to swell, no one could move. Therefore, they couldn't get to the trucks. So these trucks that had all this food that were going to feed millions of people didn't sell much. There was plenty there. And they had it to sell. But people were blocking their own way from being fed kind of happy that that happened. And I'm going to tell you why, because it, I got the songs from Shirley, and it was somewhere, and take my hand, precious Lord, and if you guys have never been here before, I don't write my service until after I get the songs, and the musicians pick the songs. And I thought, how am I going to put somewhere, and precious Lord, and we still got another one coming in the same service. And then I got a call, do you mind if I say? I get a call from Kim Kramer, and she says, Randy, you know those food trucks that were at? There was one called, I'm going to give them a shout out. I hope they don't mind the rub. And it's in Johnson County. The rub makes probably Kansas City's best pulled pork sandwiches. If you haven't been, I invite you to go. And if you have been, I invite you to go again. And if you're a vegetarian and don't eat meat, please stop by and say thank you for what you did because I'm about to tell you what they did. They were trying to figure out what to do with over 200 pounds of pulled pork. They were trying to figure out what to do with thousands of hot dog and hamburger buns. And they thought of us. 
And Kim called and said, hey, Randy, I've got pulled pork and coolers and baskets and refrigerators, and we don't know who to give it to. And I said, I know a place called Free Hot Soup and Kansas City Heroes and City Union Mission and Restart and Unity Southeast and the community that surrounds it. Bring it to me. We'll find a way to store it. We'll find a way to get it. We'll find a way to... So on Friday, I kid you not, we put this thing together, and at 10.15, pulled pork sandwiches and bread and pulled pork meat arrived at our front doorstep. And if you saw the signs outside that say, free pulled pork sandwich, I kid you not, downstairs in the little supply room, there are four big coolers that were full of pulled pork. Within an hour and a half, we had served every single bit. It was going so fast that me, in my forgetting who I am, said, well, I better save some on the side because I know there's going to be people who want it on Sunday. And so give me like 15 pounds and I can put it in the refrigerator. And some lady said, why are you saving it for them on Sunday when we're hungry today? And it humbled me. There was so much to give and people showed up to give it. There will be people today at Eilis Davies Park, which is at 10th and Oak. There will be people today at Prospect Park, which is at 11th and Prospect, that will be eating pulled pork sandwiches because we sat here and delicately started making them for them so that when they arrived, each one of those camps took 50 pulled pork sandwiches when they were here on Friday, and they froze them so they would be good today. And I was amazed at how fast it went because I said to Kim, I don't know what I'm going to do with all this stuff. And when it came to bread, I'm not a baker, a butcher, or a candlestick maker. So they said, how much bread do you need? And I said, oh, just bring... We could do math, right? I'm thinking, okay, a bag of buns probably has 8 or 10 or 12 inside of it. A bag of hot dog buns probably has 8 or 10 or 12 inside of it. So I said, just bring me 50. Okay. He brought me 50 pallets, not 50 bags. So in the hallway, when you came in, you saw pallets, you saw bread. Downstairs, there are pallets, there are bread. In the, it's everywhere. And then, and then I'm sitting here thinking, oh my God, when the board walks in and sees all this bread, what are they going to say? Because I know how they felt about the coats and the socks and the hats that were everywhere. So Saturday morning, sure enough, in true form, the, most of the board shows up and they say, what are you going to do with all that stuff? You can't just leave it sitting in the foyer. And I said, I promise to clean it up. I promise you I'll get it moved by then. So guess where I put it? It's no longer in the foyer. <laughs> and I said, well, what do you want me to do with it? They said, well, there's so much, just give it away. Give it to anyone who wants it. Give it to anyone who needs it. Hell, if people don't want it or need it, tell them to take it anyway. Get it out of here. And then last night, I'm laying in bed, and I pop up, and I say, prosperity. This is an example of prosperity right here. And what if we thought our love was like this bread? What if we thought our light was like this bread? What if we thought our faith and our hope was like this bread? And we had so much of it that we were willing just to give it away to anyone who needed it, anyone who didn't need it. It didn't matter. We had so much and we needed to give it away. What if 
We knew that we were the light expressing and we were God coming into every single day, every single circumstance, and we were sourced with more than we needed and it was time to get rid of most of it. Because we would take a whole new perspective because we didn't even want the bread in the foyer. It was just too much. It was overflowing. What the heck are you doing? Yes, we know you're doing something good, but do we need this much? Yes, we do. Because only when you realize you have more than enough do you give it away freely. So if you believe you don't have enough love, I promise you, you're not giving away love freely. If you don't believe that you are the light of God, I promise you, you are not shining your light in the darkest areas of the world because you're scared if you give it away, you won't have it for yourself. So give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. So before you leave, you will be taking bread with you. And I don't care if you need it or not, you will be taking some with you because I have more than enough and I'm here to give you bread, I'm here to give you water, I'm here to give you love, I'm here to give you light, I'm here to give you strength, I'm here to give you hope, I'm here to give you faith, I'm here to give you wisdom, I'm here to give you understanding and my role, my job, my definition, my truth is I must give it away because I have more than enough. Can you say that with me? I have more than enough. enough. Say it like you mean it. I have more than enough. I have more than enough love. I have more than enough hope. I have more than enough strength. So come get what you need. Come get what you need. And it's funny that it's bread because most of us define ourselves by how much bread we have rather than how much bread we have. And I'm here to tell you that there's no comparison because this bread will never be more than this bread. You are the breath and the bread of life. Give us this day our daily bread. Say that with me. Give us this day. And I want you to focus on this day. Let's say it again, but when we say this day, let's really think about those words. Give us this day our daily bread. There is an orphanage in Colombia. And this is a true story because my brain works in weird ways. And so I was trying to find bread stories and this is the one I came up with. There's an orphanage in Columbia, and they bring in children from impoverished areas that feel like they're not enough or believe that they're not enough and believe that they'll never have enough. And what they found was when these children got to the orphanage, they would see all the other children and all the other people, and they would start having panic attacks, and they would not be able to sleep at night. And finally, one of the nurses said, well, why are you getting so anxious? And she said, because... With so little food, how will you feed us all? There's so little food, how will you feed us all? And the nurse said to the other kids, Is, do you feel the same way? And they said, yeah, we don't want any more people to come because you're going to give away our food. And so the nurse decided to do something that was interesting and strange, but the children started sleeping better and stopped having panic attacks. 
Every night before they would go to bed, she would walk through their room and give each one of them a slice of bread and crumple it up and stick it in their hand. And she'd say, while you sleep tonight, hold on to this bread knowing there'll always be bread in the morning. And if there's not, you have your own bread. And the kids started sleeping like babies and started becoming less anxious because they realized that if she was willing to give them bread to waste in their hand, there must be so much. Because if this bread was going to run out, why would she just give it to us to hold in our hand overnight and let it waste? And some kids would say, but what if I hold it in my hand overnight? Won't it get musty and moldy and it won't be able to eat it in the morning? And she said, you're right, you won't. But in the morning, there'll be plenty. So I'm here to tell you that if you're walking around and you're holding on to all the bread and the children of God, the children of the world are starving, hand them a slice of yours. Because if you're just holding on to it, hoping that you'll have enough for tomorrow and the next week and the next month and the next year, it's going to get moldy, it's going to get mildewed, and it's going to be no good for you or no good for anyone else anymore. So I'm here to invite you to give us Give your neighbors, give your enemies, give your friends, give anyone who needed anything that's in excess because you don't need it. All you need is what you need today. Give yourself your daily bread and give the rest away. Because there are people all over the world worried about if there's enough for them. And we're living in a country and we're living in a universe where there's too much negativity going on. So let's be the positive light. Let's say to people, I got more than enough. How can I love on you today? I got more than enough. Let me listen to your darkness and let me help light your way. I got more than enough. So if you're feeling hurt, frustrated, or angry, I'd like to take two or three minutes because I'm now officially a prayer chaplain at Unity Southeast and pray with you. I got more than enough to give, so the fact that that clipboard passed me and I forgot to put my name on it, maybe I ought to rethink that and give away four hours of my life to be able to change lives for the better. You have more than enough. You are more than enough. You'll always be more than enough. But until you put that into practice, until you challenge the thought, you'll never know how much you have. Because I was giving away bread like it would never run out, and guess what? It never did. I don't know what I'm going to do with it all, but I know that you guys are all... Prom- Raise your hand if you promise to take bread whether you give it to the birds today. And if you're not raising your hand, shame on you. Yeah, I'm looking at you guys. (laughs) Nothing like guilt in church, right? That's the way all the other ones do it. I figured I might as well add a little bit of mine, you know. And I've talked all this time and I never changed the slides. So let's change some slides. Let's see what I was really going to talk about today. (laughs) In Intro to Prosperity, a book written by one of Unity's founders, and I say one of Unity's founders because I'm here to tell you Unity was not founded by a man, it was founded by a woman, and her husband is taking all the credit. (laughs) It's the truth. Unity was founded by a woman, but most people say, Unity's founder, Charles Fillmore said, no, Unity's founder told her husband, you know what, I got an idea, and her husband said, oh, I'm going to tell everybody else before you do, (laughs) which is what men normally do. 
He said, what we need to realize above all else is that God has provided for the most minute needs of our daily life and that if we lack anything, it is because we have not used our mind in making the right contact with God's mind, which is the source and supply of our every need. So if you don't believe you have enough, go within and talk to your spirit, your source, the divine, and learn your truth. Give us this day our daily bread. How many of you, when you really think about it, have more than enough, even though you say you don't? And if your hand isn't up, go within because you do. And you've simply forgotten it and left it somewhere. And there is a time and a place to recognize that, and I'm asking you to make this the time and make this the place. Because my heart hurts knowing that you feel like you're anything less than enough. I've been working on the Unity Southeast budgets. And I've been asking, can we buy this? Can we get that? And I get, well, we're Andy, we just don't have enough. And I say, wait a minute, we stand in church every Sunday and say we are enough, we have more than enough. And he said, just like in real life, Sometimes we forget. And we can't buy the things that we need because we've forgotten as a community who we are. And it was profound. And I thought, that's kind of harsh. But in reality, it's the truth. Because if we have more than enough, we should be able to do more than what we're doing. And I promise you, we're doing so much. We are involved with so many different organizations and so many things that happen. We are the call when there are pounds, hundreds of pounds of meat. We are the call when there's going to be a march for children. We are the call when the immigrants saying tear down the wall. We are the call when the women are gathering because they want to gather against equality and they want to make sure that the children have the right and women have the right. And they're calling us because they know that we will show up and we will be involved and we will always be enough and we will always support those who have forgotten. I am proud to be the minister of Unity Southeast and I'm proud to do this work with each and every one of you because I don't do it alone. It's every single one of you. It's the call that I get that says, guess what, I've got a client. It's the thank you for letting me be a prayer chaplain last week. It's really profoundly changed me. It's the band standing in front of the community saying, let your love flow. And I know that so many of you are, have forgotten how much love you are and how much love you have. Let's remember our truth so that we can step into who we truly are. Let's remember the capital T truth so we can live out the capital T truth of who we are. Let us remember that we always have enough bread and it's our job, our responsibility, our God-given birthright to give it away freely. And even when those who need it forget to take it, let's give them that bread through love and through light and through hope and through strength. Let us spend as much time today praying for those that we disagree with as we do, as we, as we do those we agree with. Because I'm here to tell you that if somebody disagrees with you, it's because they're not 
vibing with you and they're not on the same energy level. But because someone is not on the same energy level doesn't mean they're vibrating lower. What if they're actually vibrating higher? So anything and everything that brings you discomfort, I invite you to pray within it and say, what is here for me and how can I give my bread, my love, my light, my hope, my strength, my courage to make this a better situation? Because if we do that, the world is our oyster. And every single one of us is a pearl waiting to be found again. God bless you.